Well, hello, this is Marnie Clark, your host of Listen Loudly. And today, I want to talk a little bit about facing your Goliath. You know, ironically, and this happens so often for me in my Christian walk, that the things are just so timely. You know, I actually wrote um, a blog about this topic several months ago and plan to do this podcast today and actually am encountering a little nerves um, as I took a big leap of faith this morning. And there will be more to come on that, some more updates to come on my leap of faith. But right now, I want to talk about you. So you may want to step out into your purpose and you just feel like you're facing a giant, maybe several giants. Well, my daughter and I often listen to the Jesus Bible Storybook on CD. I don't know if you're familiar with the Jesus Bible Storybook, but to me, it is just fantastic. It's actually fantastic reading at any age. What it does, um, her tagline is actually, um, every story whispers his name. And this book goes through and talks about how all of the Old Testament stories are whispering Jesus's name. Well, we love to listen to it on, on CD on the way to school in the morning. And one morning we were listening to the story of David and Goliath. And, you know, sadly for you guys, I don't have the same, um, lovely British accent that the narrator has on that CD. Um, You have to put up with my Southern draw, but I loved how my daughter summed up the story. She said, well, a baby, a newborn baby could have beaten a giant with God's help. And, you know, I just, but that was, that was it, you know, I mean, it's all about God and who he is, not really about David and how brave he was. But so often that's how we look at the story. We think, well, I've got to be brave like David. I need to be brave like David. Well, actually, Jesus is the one who came in and was was our David and, and slayed slayed the giant for us. But, you know, just, just to keep along with this Um, this story and thinking about giants as you're wanting to step out in your purpose, there really are a lot of good um, analogies when you think about it. So, you know, and I really do believe that all of us have something really big that God wants us to accomplish on this earth. And it may sound, you know, when I say that, I can actually sort of hear the naysayers, I can hear people say, you know, like, why does it have to be any, some big thing that we do? And it's true that it's not, it's not about us, but we are part of God's story. And each of us has a really important role to play. And it's something that God specifically created for us to do, you know, and, and on paper, it may not look very important and that's okay. And on paper, it may look really important, and it may really kind of shock you in a sense. Um, I actually have a picture on my wall. I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you, and it's of the Annunciation. The angel is is coming and telling Mary about her purpose, about what she is to do, and she is like, 
holding, you know, her hands in a way that it just, she looks bowed down and she's just like, who, me? Like, me? Are you talking to me? Um, But the truth is that if we all knew how God wanted to use us, even though our purpose cannot be like Mary's purpose, which was just amazing, but if we knew how God wanted us, how God wanted to use us on this earth, I think all of us would look like that. I think all of us would be bowed down and just look up and be like, are you talking to me? You want to do that through me? Um, but, you know, once you start, maybe maybe God is, is telling you about your purpose, sometimes the revelation of that purpose may come in the mundane. I mean, going back to the story of David, David was just running an errand. You know, some days that's all I feel like I do. But David's father had sent him out to check on his brothers who were the seemingly more important ones in the scenario. You know, his brothers were out there on the battlefield and David was stuck tending the sheep. And his father wanted him to go bring his brother some lunch. So... Maybe you're going, hmm, this all sounds very familiar. You know, your day may consist of washing clothes and running errands so that your children can go to school and play sports. Um, you may remind your husband on the way out the door not to forget his cell phone. You know, he's on his way for some big presentation. And you feel like you're in a support role. And that may be your purpose. That may be the entire reason why you are here on this earth is to support your family. But maybe there's something a little more. Maybe there is something a little more. Um, Those things are so important in themselves and we can glorify God no matter what we're doing. But pray and listen to God while you are doing those things. You know, what is that verse in Psalms? Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. So you're dwelling in your land. You're dwelling in your room, folding laundry and Maybe you hear God whispering something to you. Um, You know, maybe it's while you're driving carpool. um, And maybe God already has been whispering to you. So when you take the first step, though, you may be met with resistance. So this is really interesting. When David gets to the encampment and he hears about Goliath, he's breathing these threats and taunting God's people. He starts asking questions. And David's oldest brother reacts by berating him and hammering him with questions. He asked David why he came down there in the first place. What did he do with his sheep? You know, he was supposed to be looking after. And then he actually accuses David of having bad motives for being there. So I don't know if any of that sounds familiar, um, but maybe you've shared your desire to start something new And you just get blasted with questions and accusations from those closest to you. Um, You know, what about your other responsibilities? What do you actually know about all this that you're about to do? Aren't you content with the nice life you already have? You know, just be happy. And then those thoughts come in as condemnation as you begin to doubt your decision. You think, oh, maybe I just really, maybe I should just be happy where I am. 
And it would have been easier for David when he was being hammered by all of those questions to just turn around and go back to the sheep. Really, it would have. And it's okay if you don't feel qualified. You know, despite all the jeers, David finds himself in front of King Saul. I mean, can you even imagine, like, (laughs) Saul's initial reaction was that David was too young and unqualified for the job. And he, he was right. Like, in the natural, in what Saul was looking at, it's like, really? Um, but what was David's response? He's like, hey, look at what all I have done. You know, I may be a shepherd, but I have fought off lions and bears to keep my sheep safe. <laughs> he said that the same God who helped him do those things will deliver him from a giant. And I bet as you look back on your own life, you've encountered some pretty scary things. You've probably encountered some pretty hard times. And as you remember how God has helped you during those times, just remember it's the same God who plans to help you as you step into your purpose. And even more than that, or not even more than that, in addition to that, God has been preparing you for this purpose all along with every experience that you've had, all of your failures, all of your Maybe all of your job experience, maybe maybe your your being a parent in itself has been preparing you for this. And the God who gave you strength in the past will supply you with wisdom and boldness to take the next step. So as you step out of your comfort zone, remember to stay true to your personality. You know, it's kind of funny, I guess as someone who really... Um, as a personality coach, um, I really, when people say step out of your comfort zone, I just think it's a fine line because, well, it's perfectly illustrated in the story with David because Saul agrees to send David into battle and then starts clothing him with this heavy armor that David isn't used to. And David just tells Saul, hey, I can't go into battle this way. And then he does what he's used to doing. He picks up some stones and a slingshot. So just because God has something important for you to do, it doesn't mean you need to change who you are. And it's quite the opposite, actually. Use your God-given personality and talents to accomplish His purpose through you. Even those things that you may uh, view as as a weakness on your part, that's just God. That is just another chance for God to show how powerful He is to use even your weakness, especially your weakness, in accomplishing His purpose. Because if you try to imitate someone who you admire, whether it be in a business or in ministry, you're just going to feel awkward and feel fake. But, you know, and it doesn't mean I'm not saying change anything. We're going to have to change some habits. I'm going to have to change some habits as I step further into this purpose that I believe God has for me. But it's never going to mean changing who we are. So you will face some adversity on your journey, but stand your ground. You know, when Goliath saw David, he mocked and cursed at him. Goliath laughed at David's sticks and stones and despised him because of his youth. I mean, he was insulted that David thought he even had a chance. And isn't that the way when you step into your purpose? I mean, I just think that Goliath just 
is such a representation of the enemy. You know, it's like, who do you think you are? God often uses the underqualified and the least likely to accomplish his will because then he gets all the glory. So when you start having those thoughts, the who do you think you are, you replace those thoughts with truth. Well, I'll tell you who I think I am. I'll tell you who I know I am. I am a child of God. I'm a child of the King who says that he will equip me for every good work. So if God has called you, then he will equip you. If you know that you're on the right path, stand your ground. Like David, you can say, for the battle is the Lord's. That is what he said. David didn't try to defend his methods or even pretend he was strong. He knew he wasn't. So don't miss your adventure just because of a few naysayers. Don't miss your adventure because the enemy is trying to condemn you and tell you that you don't know what you're doing. Obviously, there's wisdom, and um, you God will give you the wisdom as you pray through your next step. You know, stepping into your purpose doesn't mean recklessly running out and do something we know nothing about. We have to have a clear call from God with, with confirmations along the way. But if you feel like you're getting those confirmations from God, then, you know, even if you have a few nerves, it's okay because God is going to show up. He is going to equip you. And so we really just don't have to be afraid. So let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now and we just give you thanks and praise that you have a specific purpose for everyone listening. We thank you that you made us exactly the way you wanted to and we thank you that you will equip us for every good work, that we don't have to be afraid of the giants because you've already won the war. We are just walking through. We are just part of your story and we just give you thanks that you have allowed us to be part of that and that you want to use us. In Jesus' name, amen.